Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Today's podcast is entitled, Not Guilty, But Guilty Anyway. In this case, the perennial persecution of Donald J. Trump. Even though the Senate impeachment trial led to a not guilty verdict, the uh, persecuting Dems said it was a dramatic success even though Trump was acquitted. Well, I think it was a dramatic success in historical terms. Um, you know, it was the largest impeachment uh, conviction vote in U.S. history. It was by far <clears throat> the most bipartisan uh, majority that's ever assembled uh, in the Senate to convict a president, which has traditionally been a kind of partisan thing in American history. But we got seven Republicans, and if you look at the, the 10 Republicans in the House uh, who joined us, it was by far the most bipartisan partisan um, decision and a complete repudiation of the president's conduct. Now, unfortunately, it didn't reach the two-thirds uh, majority in the Senate. That would be equivalent of you going to court, having been accused of a crime you didn't commit, and spending all the money you have to prove yourself innocent, and then letting the district attorney who brought the case against you come out and say, after the case, it was a great success, even though he was found not guilty, he's guilty. What this is saying is the Dems and the Rhinos have conspired to destroy not only Donald Trump, but an entire movement and to damage liberty and justice for all. Is framing someone to be the new normal? Unless you come to understand what was done here, I'm afraid, yes, that could be the case. Now, after this was over, I turned the news on. I certainly didn't watch the whole thing. I, I can't take it any more than you can. And I was shocked to see Schumer going on with that smirk, that Brooklyn smirk on his face, that self-satisfied Brooklyn smirk. 
on and on like Raskin with the self-satisfied Brooklyn big mouth that doesn't shut up. There he was, Schumer, going on and on, even though he got egg all over his face. I can say more than that, but it's a family podcast. Smiling as though he just won when he lost. So I went on Twitter, which has an app called Periscope, and I laced into Schumer while holding my camera up to the TV screen, screaming at him. Look at this. Look at this. Trump is found not guilty. And this piece of garbage, this lying piece of garbage, this filth is going on and on as though the trial's still on again with the smirk. The Brooklyn smirk, that eh, Chuck? God will punish you for what you have done, you filth you. And how about Raskin? Smirking, waving his hands, self-satisfied, loving himself. Look at what's going on in this country. Senate votes to acquit Donald Trump and this piece of crap, Schumer, is still going on like there's a trial. You lost, you schmuck. You idiot, you lost, you putz. Stop it. Somebody sit the... Sit this bum down. Somebody sit this filth down. Look at this, peep. Look at this. Do you understand how sick this man is? Do you understand that he just indicted his own party? the republic and this nation chuck schumer is mentally ill he's going on as though the trial is still on he lost 57 said did you hear what just happened not guilty not guilty they did not get the majority that they needed and this pile of human turd is going on and on and on you know it's been said of schumer that he's never met a camera that he disliked. He can't shut his mouth. Look at him, folding the hands, the marriage ring, the tie, the American flag. I wish to God that this was not on Twitter because I would say things that you would not believe. If you really wanted to hear what I have to say about this guy in Raskin, you don't want to hear what I have to say about them. Believe me, you don't want to hear it. What are you gonna do, vote and call me guilty for what I didn't say, like him? They try to convict Trump on what he didn't do, not on what he did. That would be like trying to convict you in a car with someone driving drunk, and you were sitting in the back seat, and they say you're guilty of drunk driving because you didn't stop the driver. That's what they just try to do to Trump. Well, guess what? Truth won out. But this pile of human trash doesn't shut his mouth. For the sake of America, he doesn't shut his filthy Brooklyn yap. These people have gotten where they are by not shutting their mouths for one second. When is this nation going to wake up to what is going on? You know, my last podcast, which was put up Thursday, and I do want you to listen to it, because I foresaw this. We all did. We all knew this was going to be an acquittal. I call it a sham trial. I call it a, uh, well, a lot of people call it that. They all saw through it. So why did the Democrats go through with this when they know they didn't have the votes? Why? You figure out why. Why did they go through with this sham impeachment trial if they knew that Trump would be acquitted? There was a reason for it. Because they liked the publicity. They liked being in front of a camera. They enjoyed bamboozling the the Republic. They loved lying to the people and being seen with their ill-fitting suits and bad ties. And they have a disease. They have a very serious mental disorder. 
It's called liberalism. It's a very serious mental disorder that should be entered into the DSM. Ladies and gentlemen, the savage nation, America won, but she's been stabbed once again in the heart by Schumer and company. The trial is over, and this filth from Brooklyn doesn't shut his big mouth. He doesn't shut his big mouth. Look at the eyes. God, God, look at the eyes. You know, they used to say only a mother could love it. I'll leave it at that. Maybe it sounds crazy and wrong. I didn't know what else to do. And I could just imagine my having felt that way, what you must be feeling today. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So let's dive into what exactly happened and how it's affected all of us in this country. Because it seems to me now we have become something other than what this nation was before this sham trial. Is framing someone to be the new normal? You walk out of court having been found innocent, but the prosecutor gets to give a speech outside the courthouse steps saying, Joe Smith was found guilty because we say he was found guilty. Donald Trump is acquitted, but he's not vindicated, not by a long shot. The evidence was laid out for the world to see and for history, leading to the most bipartisan guilty vote ever. So how did this happen? How did it happen that not only did Schumer then attack Trump, even though Schumer had lost? Despite the results of the vote on Donald Trump's conviction in the court of impeachment, he deserves to be convicted. And I believe he will be convicted in the court of public opinion. He deserves to be permanently discredited. And I believe he has been discredited in the eyes of the American people and in the judgment of history. But then McConnell got up and did an even more vicious attack on Trump. McConnell got up and said, well, even though he was found innocent, he's still guilty and he could be tried. President Trump is still liable for everything he did while he was in office as an ordinary citizen. Unless the statute of limitations is run, still liable for everything he did while he's in office. Didn't get away with anything yet. Yet. We have a criminal justice system in this country. We have civil litigation, and former presidents are not immune from being accountable by either one. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I thought I was imagining this. I actually couldn't believe what I was watching. How could McConnell have done this after the man was found not guilty? That McConnell, a member of his own party, gets up and says, although I voted not guilty, he's guilty, and he could be tried in a court of law. I thought I was hearing things. Maybe you thought you were hearing things. McConnell launched an all-out attack after voting to clear him. How could he do a thing like this? Why would he do a thing like this? The GOP leader McConnell, who I called the gobbler for many years, and we're going to look into the gobbler's deep ties to communist China. 
through the shipping company owned by his wife's family. Yes, you may have heard this before. Maybe you haven't. And it may explain or may not explain why he's playing both sides against the middle. You know what I'm saying? So McConnell, the leader of the grand old party, what a joke that is, says the ex-president was solely responsible for the MAGA riot, accused Trump of a dereliction of duty, and then said he could still be prosecuted. That's after he voted to acquit the former president. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. Here's what McConnell said. President Trump is still liable for everything he did while he was in office, said McConnell. He didn't get away with anything yet. Then House Speaker Pelosi went berserk and hysterical and said things you'll soon hear on tape. She attacked both McConnell, Republicans, Trump, and everyone who voted for Trump. Censure is a slap in the face of the Constitution. That gives, lets everybody off the hook. That lets everybody off the hook. Oh, these cowardly senators who couldn't face up to what the president did and what was at stake for our country are now going to have a chance to give a little slap on the wrist. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. We don't censure people for inciting insurrection that kills people in the Capitol. She's totally insane. The bottom line is it was a trial in the Senate. And the demon cat Soviets did not earn the 17 Republican votes that were needed to reach the two-thirds need of a conviction. Let me pause here by saying, you know, sometimes I joke about the founding fathers. Do you realize how brilliant they were that they made it a two-thirds majority needed for conviction in the Senate? Do you realize how important that is now? Otherwise, people could be railroaded, innocent people found guilty just with a, a simple majority vote. So why did McConnell do this is the big question. Who is Mitch McConnell? I think we have to look into that in detail, and we will do this a little on. We know what to expect from uh, Pelosi. We know what to expect from the media. That's old news. That's, you know, not that interesting. That's dog bites man. But when man bites dog, as McConnell did in this case, I think we have to look into this. But McConnell was not alone. He has a rhino army. The seven Republicans who voted to convict Trump in the Senate impeachment trial are just as culpable of this disgrace as McConnell. Who are they? Senator Richard Byrne, North Carolina, not running for re-election. Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy, just re-elected in 2020. Maine Senator Susan Collins, the shaker, just re-elected in 2020. Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski, the murky one, up for re-election in 2022. They should throw her out like yesterday's trash. Utah Senator Mitt Romney, up for election in 2024. They should throw that bum out. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass, just reelected in 2020. Senator Pat Toomey, another repub, not running for re-election. He figured he could stab Trump in the back and get paid off one way or another. Now, why did they do this? Well, I, I don't want to waste your time by reading all of what they said. They're all anti-Trumpers. They're all looking for something out of this deal from the Democrats which we will never know. It's how corruption works. One hand washes the other, right? And the real one to look at is Mitch McConnell and what he's been doing over the years. And you'll see how corrupt that man appears to be. But before I go into McConnell's actual record, have I bored you yet? I hope not. Look, I didn't really want to do this podcast, but I have to do it because we have to set the record straight. We must do this podcast you must store the podcast. You must share the podcast. Years ago, in 1998, I gave a talk at the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco, 
which is a shock as a liberal Commonwealth Club. There was one Republican on the Speaker's Committee, and he got me in in 1998. And I gave, I thought, a seminal speech entitled Beware the Government Media Complex, 1998. No one's ever beaten me on that one. Why am I mentioning Beware the Government Media Complex? What are the ties now between McConnell and Murdoch's Fox News, the New York Post, and the Wall Street Journal? Well, you're not going to believe this, but the gobbler strikes twice. Mitch McConnell, I call the gobbler because of the chin job. But uh, jokes aside, who is McConnell? How has Fox News, with all of its power, covered for this man and why? Did you know that in 1984, McConnell hired Roger Ailes for McConnell's first race for Senate in 1984? Let me say that again. The great Roger Ailes, so you think, who created Fox News, was first hired by McConnell in 1984. The September 17th, 2019 report tells us this. McConnell, who'd been reelected judge executive in 1981, used this position to build up a fat campaign war chest, and he devoted a good amount of it to hiring the most notorious political hitman in America, Roger Ailes. Ailes later went to work for Australian-born billionaire Rupert Murdoch at Fox News. Now, here comes the interesting twist. Pay close attention. Many years later, Rupert Murdoch of Fox News appointed Elaine Chow to the Fox board, a position which she left when she became Trump Transportation Secretary. So, Murdoch's Fox News, New York Post, and Wall Street Journal have given McConnell and Chow favorable free press over the years. And in return, Murdoch got tremendous support for many of his various agendas, including greater control of American media and airwaves. In other words, running a monopoly in the minds of many. Hmm? Now, McConnell helps Murdoch. How? Well, McConnell's the most powerful Republican. So he confirms an industry insider as the FCC chairman, who then sort of massaged FCC rules and changed them for the Australian-born billionaire to increase his dominance in the American media market. Not only did the FCC roll back ownership limits for Murdoch, but it also allowed and enabled Murdoch to complete a soft inverted takeover of Disney ABC. McConnell also provided Murdoch with confirmation of numerous former Fox employees to high-level government positions. Now you understand the rest of the story. Beware the government media complex. McConnell and Murdoch's connections are very deep and very worrisome, and it's not much different in dictatorships around the world. The Gobbler Strikes Twice on the Savage Nation podcast. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. So we're looking at how, although Trump was found not guilty, he escaped conviction. That means he's not guilty in an American court of law. But he was found guilty anyway by the government media complex. Now, you may say, I hate Donald Trump. I don't care. Listen to me. Framing someone is now the new normal. You could be found innocent in a court of law and walk out to see the prosecutor who just lost standing on the courthouse steps, giving a press conference saying we just won because we say we won. That's what just happened. So how did this just happen? 
he was found not guilty. He's then attacked by Schumer, Pelosi, and McConnell. So who is McConnell that he gets away with being this two-faced guy? How does he get away with it? Who is he? I did a little research for you on the gobbler. Now, you may say, "Ah, I don't like this. I heard he's a rhino for years. I don't want to hear any more about it. Please understand something. I am doing today's podcast for historic purposes. This cannot be forgotten because this could affect every one of us in a court of law. McConnell is as corrupt, one of the worst swamp creatures in the history of America. An alligator is to be less feared than Mitch McConnell. Who is he? Let's go back. According to many sources, he was very big into earmarks before they were disallowed by Congress. McConnell regularly obtained the earmarks for businesses and institutions in Kentucky until the practice was banned by Congress in 2010. What's an earmark? Pork barrel spending in plain English. Just nothing. Grease. You hear this? Earmarks. They were allegedly banned by Congress in 2010. What did he do then? The alligator, McConnell, the gobbler, led opposition to stricter campaign finance laws which culminated in the Supreme Court ruling Citizens United versus FEC that partially overturned the Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act known as McCain-Feingold in 2010. What does that mean? It means that anyone could pay off any politician that they want because of McConnell. But when it comes to China, he's Swalwell plus Biden plus Feinstein all rolled into one. Let me repeat that. McConnell... When it comes to China, McConnell is Swalwell plus Biden plus Feinstein all rolled into one. Why do I say that? By virtue of marriage to Elaine Chao, C-H-A-O, who was an heiress to a shipping magnate's fortune with deep ties to the Chinese government. You want the details on it? I'll give you a little bit, but not much. In May of 2020, the Trump administration removed the acting inspector general of the Transportation Department, Mitch Bame, B-E-H-M. Bame, who was not a political appointee, remember, he was the acting inspector general of the Transportation Department, removed by Trump, and he was conducting an investigation into whether Secretary Elaine Chao was giving preferential treatment to projects in Kentucky. Her husband, Mitch McConnell, of course, is the senator of Kentucky, and he faced a re-election bid at the time. As Secretary of Transportation, Chow was seen in at least a dozen interviews with her father, James, a shipping magnate with very deep business interests in China. Now, what does that mean? Nothing wrong with having a business interest in China per se, right? But ethics experts raised red flags and they said those appearances raised ethical concerns because public officials are prohibited from using their office to profit others or themselves. That's a joke. Federal disclosures cited by the New York Times revealed a gift to Chow and her husband, Mitch McConnell, from Chow's businessman father, James, valued at between U.S. $5 million and $25 million. Hmm. The company her father founded and which her sister, Angela, currently runs is called the Foremost Group, has very deep ties to the Chinese state and Chinese elites. It obtained hundreds of millions of dollars worth of loans from a bank owned by the Chinese state has substantial interests tied to a major shipyard funded by and also long-term contracts with a steel producer owned by 
the Chinese state. Shall I go on a little bit more? In what the uh, Times described as a rarity for foreigners, Angela and James Chow have served on the boards of a Chinese state-owned shipholder, and Angela has been on the board of the Bank of China as well as the China Council for the Promotion of International Trade, which was created by the government of China. Nothing wrong with that. It's not illegal. But remember who she is. She's the wife of Mitch McConnell, the gobbler. Chow's Department of Transportation, by the way, she was appointed by Trump, also sought for three years to prevent funding a program that supports the viability of small domestic U.S. shipyards and a separate program that issues loan guarantees for the construction or reconstruction of ships with American registration. Did you hear that? Can you believe this? Chow's Department of Transportation for three years blocked funding for a program supporting small domestic U.S. shipyards and loan guarantees for the building of ships with American registration. Have you ever heard anything like this? In 2017, Chow pledged to sell the stock she had earned while she was on the board of directors of Vulcan Materials, one of the largest suppliers of road paving materials in the United States. Wow. After the Wall Street Journal and other major news outlets reported in late May 2019 that she was still holding the stock worth 250 to 500 grand, she sold it on June 3, 2019. There's much more about Mitch McConnell and his excellent, wonderful wife, Elaine Chow. But my friends, the ties to the swamp are very, very deep. An alligator is less to be feared. And now you understand why McConnell attacked Trump right after presiding over a trial where he voted to clear him. He wanted it both ways. He had to appease some of the voters in Kentucky, but not all of the voters in Kentucky. But most importantly, it seems that he had to appease Pelosi and company in order to make sure he can continue to get uh, away with what he was doing all these years and what he will continue to be doing in the next years and months to come. Finally, in this podcast today, not guilty, but guilty, uh, how the Dems and Rhinos conspired to destroy a movement and damage liberty and justice for all, and how framing someone is now to become the new normal because of this. We learned that impeachment is not the final word on the Capitol riot for Trump. Now, I heard there was a thing called you can't face double jeopardy in America, but not when it comes to Donald Trump. I don't know if you heard this. I don't know if you heard any of this. Here's what Mitch McConnell said. Quote, President Trump is still liable for everything he did while he was in office as an ordinary citizen, unless the statute of limitations has run, said McConnell, after voting innocent. He insisted that the courts were a more appropriate venue to hold Trump accountable than a Senate trial. McConnell then added, now listen to this. This is McConnell. He didn't get away with anything yet, said McConnell, yet. And he added the word yet. My friends, do you understand what this means? This means double jeopardy now applies to law in America. That's what this means. So they're going to go after him again and again and again, violating American jurisprudence and all American tradition in the law. Why would they be doing this? Now, you may say, I don't care about Trump. Or I hate Trump. 
you should care very much because now framing someone and pursuing them with triple indemnity, no, not pursuing them forever until they're found guilty is against the law in the United States of America. How could this be happening? Well, my friends, it's very important for you to understand that what happened to Trump will happen to you one day unless two things happen. One is you educate yourself by learning more about what was just done to him, number one, and two, spreading the word by discussing this with friends and family. Not guilty, but guilty. The perennial persecution of Americans for the rest of time unless we, the people, stand up and blast these corrupt cowards and throw them out of office. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. So, you know, to be honest with you, after um, after uh, doing this podcast for you today, which I did all of Sunday for you, I, um, I had to blow off some steam. And what I like to do is cook, amongst other things. The other things I can't talk about. No, I'm joking. In the age of COVID, there's not much to do other than cook. I wasn't even hungry, but I wanted to cook for my loyal audience. And I began by, well, why don't you listen to this and tell me what you think? I think you're going to enjoy it because it combines cooking liberal politicians with some swordfish on the Savage Podcast. Hi there. It's Michael again. Michael the chef. Yeah, right. I've been known as Michael Savage. So, as I told you, I've been rereading Islands in the Stream by Ernest Hemingway. I read it when I was a very young guy. And he's been my favorite author for years. I haven't read him in years. Read him many years ago. So he was well known as a man who loved food and drink. And I was reading the you know, first 100 pages last night. And uh, he's on his boat there, refishing. And his son almost gets killed by a shark, but his his guy, the island guy Eddie, kills him with a machine gun, the shark. So where Thomas Hudson lay on the mattress, his head was in the shade, cast by the platform at the forward end of the flying bridge where the controls were. And when Eddie came aft with the tall cold drink made of gin, lime juice, green coconut water, and chipped ice with just enough Angostura bitters to give it a rusty rose color. He held the drink in the shadow so the ice would not melt while he looked out over at the sea. Boys seem to be doing all right, Eddie said. We've got a fish for dinner already. So I decided that although I'm going to cook tonight, <laughs> I'm not on a boat, I'm going to have a drink in honor of my author friend, Ernest Hemingway. Calls for lime juice? Well, I got some nice fresh organic limes today in the market. It's miserable rainy here today. I'm sorry if I'm not in the screen right now. I think you can just see the glass. So I put in some gin, lime juice. I'm gonna put in a little coconut water. That should be enough. It's a nice color. Some chipped ice coming up. Just put some ice in there. I'll be back in the camera in a minute. I'm gonna cook some swordfish tonight. So we got the gin, lime juice, green coconut water, chipped ice with just enough Angus or bitters. An interesting story. Now, the, this is an interesting story. This is an herbal drink. And the primary 
element in this Angostura bitters, which comes out of uh, Trinidad and Tobago, is gentian. Gentian is a very powerful killer of, of thrush, yeast infections, and anti-yeast. Smells nice. I'm not really into it much. I mean, I'm a wine drinker. Fundamentally, I'll just try it because Hemingway liked it. I'll give it a shot. So what more should I put in it? Nothing. <clears throat> give it a stir. I'm not a gin drinker. I mean, that's a tropical drink, isn't it? Gin. So to the Michael Savage Show and to all my faithful hundreds of thousands of listeners to the podcast, my new old career, salute. Not bad, it's got a complexity of flavors. <clears throat> Who knows if I have a headache from it tomorrow, but I gave it a shot. It's a little too sweet for my taste, truthfully. Probably the coconut water. I'll just make it a little more my taste. Uh, thanks, Ernest. May you rest in heaven. So, I bought some fish today. I'm not even hungry, I'll be honest with you. I, I want to cook, but I'm not hungry. Did you ever do that? Did you ever buy stuff that you thought you wanted to eat that night and then not cook it? I may cook it just for the fun of cooking it. I know I should own a restaurant just for the fun of cooking, but I don't want to own a restaurant. Everyone I know in the restaurant business was killed. Poor people. Most of them, the ones I knew, had small restaurants and they loved people. Destroyed by the stupid governors. Not by the virus, destroyed by the idiot governors. There was no need to close these restaurants. They should be held liable for what they did. But since when have government employees ever been held liable in America? The last time I ever saw justice was when the blood supply in France was contaminated with hepatitis in the 1980s through an accident. They actually took the health commissioner of France, director of public health, whatever her name was, and they put her in prison. I like that. I like that a lot. I know those days over. Look at this. That's a nice piece of swordfish, right? Poor thing. What are you going to do? Get anywhere. Sit and cry over the fish. Ah, I, mean, I got enough food here for seven people, right? Then I got some shrimp to go with it. What am I going to do? Not not eat it? I don't know. I may cook it and eat it tomorrow. Bought all sorts of great stuff today. I bought walnuts, rich in antioxidants. And also, interested, interestingly enough, walnuts mm, have glutathione in them. In them. Fabulous. Mm, they're really good. I knew old people when I was a young guy who ate walnuts. I never understood it. What I'm going to do is, um, these are Gulf shrimp that come into the local market here in California. I eat no seafood from Asia. None. Nothing. You eat nothing from Thailand, China, India. I wouldn't touch it. you got to be insane. The adulteration. So, there we go. I'll wash them, clean them up, put a lot of lemon on them, hope for the best. So far, so good. 
tell you something else. You like crustaceans. They look good. They smell good, too. They're fresh. I still smell the sea, the sea on them. That's the beauty of you can. If you got a nose, you're in good shape. I'm going to cook with sesame oil tonight. Well, that's the introduction. That's the introduction to tonight's dinner soiree here in the Savage Kitchen. A lot of work. Clean up. I'm not looking forward to it. I hope you've enjoyed the drink you've had with me. Oh, and I finished my podcast, most of it for tomorrow. It's funny. I was not going to do this, but I had to do it. I got so infuriated at Schumer. Then I got more infuriated at McConnell. Then I got more infuriated at the vermin in the media. Then I got more infuriated at the Republicans that I decided tomorrow's podcast is going to be called Not Guilty, But Guilty Anyway. And that is a very dangerous thing for America. And I try to understand, why did McConnell do this? Well, I looked into his background, the whole connection to China, the shipping company. It's been, you know, broiling around, boiling around in the, in the Internet. It explains it all. Not guilty, but guilty anyway. The worst vermin of all of them, the worst in the whole appearance, was the lead manager of the impeachment, that Raskin. I have words for him I cannot use on a public podcast. I knew the type. I went to high school with them. They were the worst, the lowest. The worst of the type is the Raskins. And the man twisted the words, kept twisting the words, and the hands, the gesticulation, and the smiling, and the smirking. And then after he lost, after he lost that beautiful Raskin boy, his mother must have loved him so much. Uh, She must have loved Raskin the rascal. After he lost, he got up and said he won. So then it's all over. Trump is exonerated and found not guilty. That's in this country. If you win by one vote in a jury, if you're not convicted by one vote, you're innocent. You get it? The guy's not convicted, and Schumer gets up there like he won. Again, from Brooklyn. Like Raskin, what does he do? He smirks, gesticulates, points the finger, and goes on like he just had a victory. We all lost. Jurisprudence is dead in America. We cannot let these vermin do this to our legal system where even though you are found not guilty, you're guilty anyway when they go out and give another speech to the public. No, sir, not in my country. Guilty, but not guilty. How the government media complex set out to crucify not only Trump, but American justice itself. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. All right, so when I got through cooking, I went to sleep. <laughs> not, not exactly. I watched the Spanish drama on television, a Spanish crime drama, which I've been telling you about. I don't even want to mention it. I don't want to pump Netflix. But I like the jazz music and the nuance. And then I woke up this morning, the day of the podcast, and I said, you know, today's podcast is called Not Guilty But Guilty, The Perennial Persecution of DJT. How the Dems and Rhinos conspired to destroy a movement and damage liberty and justice for all. But then I saw the news. Are you ready for coffee and news of the day? Do you realize what they just did, the Democrat criminal gangster thieves? 
Here's a headline on michaelsavage.com that we linked. New York to receive $50 billion bailout in Biden's COVID-19 relief package. This is right out of a gangster movie. This is right out of a gangster movie. So while they're attacking Trump and making you think he's the most evil man on the planet, they're stealing the Treasury blind. Cuomo showboated while thousands of seniors died. People are saying he should be arrested and indicted for what he did. His lousy brother, Frito, wouldn't cover it on CNN, period. Meanwhile, in California, critical race theory is cleansing Jews from history. MichaelSavage.com. Did you hear this? Critical race theory in California is cleansing Jews from history. Are you listening to this? This is getting worse by the second. Coffee and news of the day, I don't know if I can deal with this, but we have to, don't we? What else is in news? What are these horrible human beings known as the Biden team doing to America, aside from robbing us blind? What is the ugly truth about Honest Joe? There's a great article in the New York Post by Miranda Devine where she writes about the honest truth about uh, uh, Honest Joe. There are no ethical standards. She says they aren't worth a hill of beans. Look what he just did. Bailing out New York for $50 billion? Hunter Biden, still in business with the Chinese Communist Party. 51-year-old son of of, uh, Biden still owns 10% of Chinese equity firm BHR Partners. So much for lousy, lying Joes. Promise that no one in my family will have any business relationship with anyone that relates to a foreign corporation or a foreign country, period, period. End of story. He was lying. So Biden watered down his family's ethic rules immediately after the election to a vague statement about appropriate distance from the presidency. Are you listening to this? Oh, my God, it gets even worse. How about in New York where there was a train ripper running around stabbing people? Stabbing people, killing people on trains, the A-train ripper. He allegedly assaulted his dad and a cop and he was released by Cuomo, by de Blasio, released by the liberal psychopaths who have destroyed New York State and New York City, the most corrupt administrations in the history of America. Right there in New York and Biden's giving them $50 billion of slush money. This is right out of a gangster movie. Can you believe this? I don't even know if we can even talk about it because the thought police are everywhere. We're all looking over our shoulder now. We're all afraid of the thought police, the shaming that's going on if you say one word of truth. But this is the truth. This is the truth of what's going on. Shall I go to the Drudge Report now? Historic freeze in Texas. That's my producer, Jim Verde, now in Dallas, minus 20 degree in Dallas, Jim is freezing in Dallas. In fact, the power grid is struggling as we're finishing up this podcast today. We don't even know if we're going to get it up on the air. Mm. Oh, that coffee feels good. Poor Jim. He woke me out of bed with a ping on my iPhone. I didn't know who was pinging me at five in the morning. I said, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. He said, Michael, let's finish up the podcast. I got to get it up before the power goes out. God. So that's what we're doing. Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. It's global warming. Pardon me. Maybe Biden can send a billion dollars to study global warming in Texas. And we can stop thinking about uh, politics for a minute. How about a proof of vaccines to get into a restaurant? Could you believe this? Are you joking? I told you this was coming. Brits may have to show a COVID vaccine passport to go to a pub or a restaurant. There's your conservative Boris Johnson with a tussled hair, that lousy bum. That phony conservative. Another one. 
introduced documents to let immunized Brits lead a normal life or under considerations, fascism, Nazism, communism, under this, the fake conservative, another one. He belongs on Fox News. Lawmakers seek to strip Cuomo of power as COVID scandal intensifies. Good luck. Are you kidding me? House GOP demanding answers from Nancy Pelosi about National Guard deployment. Are you joking? She's using them as her Praetorian Guard. That lying, that lying Pelosi who hated police suddenly loves the police. She's using the entire National Guard as a private police force. What else is in the news? Cuomo brothers accused of showboating while thousands of seniors died. What else is new? The government media complex. How about Daytona 500, the race yesterday? Massive pileup shocks at big race. What, what happened? I, what, what happened at the race, Jim? Who caused the crash? I can't blame cancel culture. Was there a progressive driving? Daniel Suarez, one of 16 drivers involved in crash at Daytona 500 as part of Trackhouse Racing, drives the number 99 Chevy. Triggered by Eric Almirola, who hit into pole winner Alex Bowman. Christopher Bell pushed Almirola too hard near the front of the field, and he tried to avoid a slide, but he ended up turning into Bowman. Daniel Suarez was one driving on a 16-car pileup during the Daytona 500 on Sunday afternoon. I don't want to watch it. After the race was stopped by lightning and fans had to seek shelter in the crowded concourse. Heavy rain followed the lightning and the great American race was delayed. I'm not going to turn it on just to watch people crash into each other. There's nothing to be gained by that. We're going to watch a tragedy. Biden breaks historic political norms, fires independent board appointees, that lousy lying criminal. That's unity and decency use. This is on Breitbart now. I need another cup of coffee. I'll need three cups of coffee. Biden breaks historic political norms, fires all independent board appointees. And he's going to put in. It's all illegal, by the way. And um, one Democrat supporting the effort to fire all independent board appointees says this must be done because some of the appointees are too white. I swear to God. Meanwhile, Ilhan Omar has been promoted. I swear to you, I'm not making this up. This is something you would never believe. Finally, rabbis are speaking out, saying Ilhan Omar's promotion shows anti-Semitism now accepted in Congress. What did you expect from Nancy Pelosi? A love of Jews? The Coalition for Jewish Values, the largest rabbinic public policy organization in America, declared Monday that the promotion of mentally ill Omar to a senior committee position shows that Congress accepts anti-Semitism. Omar was promoted to the position of vice chair on the Africa Global Health and Global Human Rights Subcommittee with the U.S. House Committee on Foreign Affairs. That was despite a long track record of anti-Semitic statements and a virulent hostility to Israel. But she's on a committee. That's Honest Joe put her on a committee. You want me to go on? It's unbelievable what's going on. So my friends, this is going to get so bad you're not going to believe this. And I don't think it will wake America up. I think it's too late. Read the article yourself. It gets even worse. You want more? Or you had enough of coffee and news of the day? I think I've had enough. Where should I go now? Can I find any good news other than it's snowing somewhere? Newsmax. Gates touts Florida Gov DeSantis for White House run in 2024. I'd vote for him. Fine. He's not going to win. His name is DeSantis, but he's too white and he's a male. What else? China used secret microchip to spy on U.S. computers. No kidding. 
Newsom recall effort now has more than 1.5 million signatures. That means it made it to the ballot. And I don't actually know if he will be recalled. And, you know, there's an old saying here, be careful what you wish for. Because the way things work in this country right now, you may recall one politician and you get somebody far, far more left wing. You hear this? Biden said last week that he opposes the effort to recall Newsom. And I'm trying to warn you, Newsom, as troublesome as he is, may be more centrist than you can imagine compared to what's coming. California Republican Party will be giving $125,000 to rescue California, one of the several political committees working on Newsom's recall. The funds will be used to hire workers to gather signatures. The work so far has been done by volunteers. No, there's a groundswell to remove them. But be very, very careful what you wish for, because you don't know where this is going to go. So now let's go to the worst website in the history of the world, the most left-wing and useless one run by Nancy Pelosi and uh, the others in the Bay Area, the SF Gate. And let's see what's in their headline. Bay Area wakes up to rain, another storm is on the way. And that's terrible. It's February, you idiots. Last week they were saying the drought is terrible, it's going to kill us. Now it was swamped with rain. Now they're making rain bad. This is February, you schmucks. February is the wettest month in California. We get a lot of snow, which is the, creates the water table. Now it's raining in California. Oh, that's bad too. The Californians are coming. So is the housing crisis. Four reasons experts say coronavirus cases are dropping in the U.S. Why? Because the, I'll tell you why. Because the virus is burning itself out. That's not enough for Fauci and the vaccination team of monsters. What else? More airlines suspend delay routes from SFO. Bay Area men suspected in retail theft, 150,000 in goods seized. They won't show the men. Three organized retail theft suspects. Yeah, they won't show them because they're not enough. They don't look enough like Trump. Now, if they looked like Trump, you might be able to see them in the news in the SF gate. But because, eh, you know, they don't look like Trump. You, you can't show them. American Idol premiere features Claudia Conway. Audition with cameras from her parents, Kellyanne and George. Okay, so it's child, it's child abuse. But because it's anti-Trump, the vermin in the media using her. Tech company pulls Bay Area job posting that listed non-Asian as a requirement. Can you believe this? A tech company put up a job posting that said you must be a non-Asian to get the job because there's too many smart Asians for them. Are you listening to this? Can you believe what this country is becoming to? In the midst of a housing crisis, Tahoe businesses make a bid for local control. I have no idea what that means. Ex-Tahoe ski instructor will go to prison for child sex. Six shot in San Francisco suspect still on the loose. I doubt that it was a, a, a priest who did it. You think it was a white Irish priest who shot six people in San Francisco? Well, we don't know because the suspect is on the loose, but you're not allowed to see the suspect because he doesn't look like a white uh, uh, Catholic priest. So you can't see who the su suspect is. So you can't help. Be on the lookout for what? Be on the lookout for nothing. This is the world we're living in, complete brainwashing. Is it any wonder that people drink coffee in the morning and alcohol at night? Bill Gates has a master plan for battling climate change. Life after... Are you kidding me? Bill Gates has a master plan for battling climate change? That idiot. It's snowing in Texas, that putz. What climate change? I'll close off the New York Times. 
as I have one more sip of coffee. Let's see what's on their mind. The sickos of the New York Times who have canceled themselves. They're so sick they canceled their own their own newspaper. As impeachment trial ends, Biden takes center stage with stimulus bill. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna rob the Treasury blind under the name of stimulus. You have any idea how much money is gonna be stolen? Vaccine supplies fall short as U.S. states increase access. With Mardi Gras parades canceled, floats find a new home. I don't care about that. What else? Trump's daughter-in-law for Senate. His trial is renewing talk. Lara Trump. Another one. Do you want more Trumps in office? More? Is it one thing him? We need more of them? Meanwhile, a reporter, a writer for them called Charles Blow at the New York Times writes, Blue Lives Matter is over. No, no, it's not over, Blow. Blow, Blue Lives Matter is not over. We support the police, not liars like you. What else is in the news? Nothing. Again, attacking detectives. Three detectives obtained a false murder confession. Was it one of dozens? In other words, every story is anti-police and pro-criminal. And you wonder why people are running around slashing those uh, on subways. Where there's a will, there's a lawsuit. King's widow to fight secret changes. (laughs) Oh, God. Poor Larry King's. Which widow is this? Didn't he have, like, many marriages? Larry King's widow, Sean King, to contest his secret will in court. Larry King's widow says she was blindsided by Larry King's rebel, that he had a secret will that didn't mention her, and she's going to fight it in court. Legendary broadcaster Don Lesmond wrote a handwritten amendment to his will in 2019, leaving his $2 million estate to his five children, you know, omitted his estranged wife. Only $2 million is all he had left? No wonder he had to open a bagel shop. That's not a lot of money with all those children and all those wives. $2 million will be gone in about a week. So now she's going to sue the children from the other marriages. She's going to contest the will. He had filed for divorce from his seventh wife, Sean, in August 2019, two months before the amended will was written. But he died before the split was settled in court. God. Larry said that he had become close friends with Sean again after he filed for divorce. And Sean says they spoke daily. Did they have bagels together? They have bagels in a schmear in his bagel shop? But he says Larry never told her about the amended will. Asked why she believes he made this secret will, she said, it beats me. What good is a will if you can contest it? Can anyone explain that to me? What kind of a state is this $2 million? What kind of celebrity leaves only $2 million? Like a schnurrer. He was a busted suitcase at the end with a bagel shop. Who would work in a bagel, open a bagel shop if he had money? Larry died at the age of 87 after being hospitalized with COVID. Look, he was a nice guy. He was nice to me. But this is a mess. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. The children being sued by the widow. Bill Gates on climate change. Developing a green steel cement is a key goal. You know, I always thought Bill Gates was stupid. You know, Bill Gates reminds me of Prince Charles. He looks like him, acts like him, and thinks like him. Without the queen, there'd be no Prince Charles. The guy would be cleaning toilets somewhere in, in Brighton. He'd be cleaning up in a, in, a, in a Ferris wheel. Bill Gates would be nothing without his mother. A putz, a schmendrick. He's not the smart guy you think he is. He's like the Prince Charles of, uh, of Microsoft. I think the mother runs the whole shop. That's what he goes out. Prince Charles goes out and talk about climate change because he's a dummy. Instead of saving Britain, he talks about climate change. Same with Bill Gates talks about climate change the winter storm now is canceling 3,000 flights 
unprecedented storm stretches across 25 states, and Bill Gates is talking about saving the world from global warming. Do you need any more? I'll give you some more if you want. After a 300 million mile journey, NASA rover readies for touchdown on Mars this week. Let me ask you something about the NASA journey. If we were to use affirmative action or a cancel culture because the engineers were too white or too Asian, I don't think the rover would have left the ground, by the way. And that's why today's podcast, Not Guilty But Guilty, the perennial persecution of DJT is so important because it's not just about Donald Trump. It's about the mentality of the communists that are now running the country. And it runs all the way from the persecution with a false trial of Donald Trump to the persecution of America. And framing someone who is innocent is the new normal. It's the same way of saying we will not hire Asians because they're too smart. Or there are too many white males in NASA, so we have to put people other than white males in NASA so the rockets can't get off the ground. It's the same framing of America that I'm trying to explain to you on a daily basis right here on the Savage Nation podcast. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.